And the disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? He answered and said to them, Because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. For whoever has, to him more will be given, and he will have abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Therefore I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. And in them the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, Hearing you will hear, and shall not understand, and seeing you will see, and not perceive. For the hearts of this people have grown dull, their ears are hard of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts, and turn, so that I should heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For assuredly, I say to you, that many prophets and righteous men desired to see what you see, and did not see it, and to hear what you hear, and did not hear it. Therefore, hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom, and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who received seed by the wayside. But he who received the seed on stony places, this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Now he who received seed among the thorns is he who hears the word, and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. But he who receives seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Another parable he put forth to them, saying, to God forever. Jesus Christ is alive. Amen. The Lord God Almighty is one, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He's the most wonderful, beautiful person in the universe. Humans were born to fellowship with Him. Amen. Heaven and earth are filled with His glory, with His presence. Amen. Lord, we give You this time. I bless those listening. I believe with them. If they're not saved, You'll save them. If, if they're not filled with the Holy Spirit, You'll fill them with Your wonderful Holy Spirit. I believe with them for their healing, for their miracle. Jesus, You said if two of You agree on earth as touching anything that they ask, it shall be done for them by My Father in Heaven. Amen. This is Wonder in Reality. My name is Jim. I want to continue with, with one theme, one thing, the presence of Jesus. His glory and His, His majesty. That's the answer for every person on the earth, for every believer. And He, God, okay, let's remember, God Almighty is the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. They are one. 
and God does hide. At the beginning of this brief message was a portion from Matthew 13, Jesus' words explaining why He spoke in parables. And there's so much in that passage, but, but it reveals that God does hide. That it's, that's a, a truth and, and it's a revelation of His nature really. And it's, it's revealed in the Old Testament, in the New Testament. There are specific scriptures in Isaiah that says He, he hides. Isaiah 45 verse 15. Um, also, in the, in, before Jesus Christ came to the earth, God revealed Himself to people, but He hid His name. He even said to, in Judges 13, He even said, Manoah, I believe it was Manoah, asked him, what is your name? And, and, God, and the Lord God Almighty replied, why do you ask my name? Seeing that it is wonderful. That's one of the, the translations. But another translation is, um, <clears throat> essentially, it's... There's, there's several translations of that. That's a famous scripture. Why do you ask my name? Seeing that it is wonderful. But, but another translation is, it's too wonderful for you to understand. And so, that truth, um, the Lord God Almighty applies to, to His presence and glory. He's beyond human words. He's beyond human description. He's, he's the treasure. And, and we should revere and honor Him, of course. And, and, and we should always remember the Holy Spirit is God. We should honor Him and revere Him and give... Um, these, I think these, some of these things are keys to someone finding Him. And there's other keys too, like persistence. We need to persist. Jesus revealed that in Matthew, uh, Luke 11 and Luke 18. Two parables about persistence. We, Jesus gave the first commandment, love the Lord your God with everything you have. Jeremiah says, you shall seek me, you shall find me when you search for me with all your heart. So that's really all I want to say today. This week I think I want to focus on that. This is going to air on Thursday, October 6th. The, the previous series before this was about with an emphasis on heaven and hell and on angels. And but I want to focus in on the presence of Jesus Christ, the glorious splendor of his majesty, so wonderful, 
so glorious being I mean it's just and and Jesus did reveal that this treasure and that he satisfies fully <clears throat> the parable of the treasure hidden in a field the parable of the pearl of great price he's speaking there about the presence of God and then Jesus said he who dr uh, drinks the water that I shall give him will never thirst he said, He who comes to me shall never hunger. He who believes in me shall never thirst. One of his main teachings in four or five or even six different ways, he spoke about how we need to lose our old nature to find Him, to find eternal life. That's a glorious revelation and truth. Lose our old nature. He said, He who finds his life will lose it. He who loses his life for my sake shall find it. Um, he said, If anyone comes after me, let him forget himself, take up his cross and follow me. <clears throat> and then one of the last things he said, If anyone loves his life, he'll lose it. He who hates his life in this life will keep it for eternal life. I mean, he... He said it in all these various different ways. That's, that's how someone can find His presence and glory. And, and so that's all I want to say. And, and I want to just finish with this. Our ministry is primarily evangelism. We want people to be saved. And then also we want believers to be filled with the Holy Spirit, receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, find their ministry. We want to build up believers, build them up in their most holy faith. But but the anoint this this presence of Jesus that, that's every every believer has the presence of Jesus, the anointing within their spirit person. Then there's the anointing that can come upon someone if they develop the presence of Jesus in their spirit person. <clears throat> They go into the phases of knowing God. They can have the anointing come upon them for service. But here's just, I want to finish with this one truth. The anointing, the presence of Jesus, someone finding it, it's, it's similar. Uh, it's between them and God. No one can give them that. And that's just like salvation. Salvation, we cannot give someone salvation. We can't lay hands on them. We can lay hands on someone for healing. Amen. But we cannot do that for salvation. Why? Because, you know, salvation is the greatest miracle. That's between someone and God. Salvation is a face-to-face -face encounter with Jesus Christ, with God. And, and that same truth, I think, applies to the anointing. We cannot give that to someone. A great man of God has said that. I've heard him say that several times. He said, I can't give it to you. And he's speaking there about how this is a mystery of the kingdom, that it's between a person and God. And, and that, that's the, such a wonderful thing. 
that God's fully available to every person. Amen. Th- thank you for listening today. Please do visit our website, wonderreality.org. And blessings.